Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an absolutely lovely singer-songwriter. My guest today is Ella Galvin. Have you always had a love for music? Yeah, I I definitely have. I kind of remember my first memories of, of um, music are sort of like in my elementary school years. I... Um, would always participate in our school's talent shows and like starting in like second or third grade um and it was like always around st patrick's day and it was always so fun and i just remember like parents telling me like oh that was so great and i was like okay and then i just continued to like join choirs and perform and i just have such a love really for performing and um yeah that's i feel like that's where i'm happiest yeah, growing up, who were some of your musical influences? Um, I feel like it, it's kind of like funny because I like I just listened to um when I had like my iPod Nano back in like twenty twelve. Oh yeah, um, throwback. Um, <laughs> but I remember like listening to like Rihanna and um her like Disturbia album and lady gaga and stuff like that just a lot of like pop artists and i've always loved those but then um i guess it kind of changed in high school i sort of shifted more towards like um there was like a jazz choir at my school that was like you had to audition for it and it was like super selective so i was always like oh i really want to be in that choir so then i sort of developed like uh, i started listening to jazz more and um, I obviously had to audition with jazz songs, so I sang a lot of, um, I think it was, I think I sang like Route 66 or something was the audition song, but we obviously sang a lot of jazz in that jazz choir, uh, once I ended up getting in, but it was, it was really fun, and I love the laid back sort of jazzy vibe that's like, you're not, you don't have to be perfect, like there's a lot of different things you can do with the notes, and just it's just very fun to me jazz is very like spontaneous and fun and I feel like I love that and um also through high school like I still one of my big influences is Amy Winehouse and I feel like she also has kind of a jazzy she does yeah yeah Yeah, I always kind of thought of Amy Winehouse as like a jazzy singer yeah she did like a whole like um I don't, I don't know if it was album or like a few songs with Tony Bennett, but she did like a lot of stuff with him. So yeah, when did you decide that you wanted to pursue music professionally? Um, well, I'm still I'm still like working, like I'm I'm working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, I like literally have my laptop next to me. Um, but I I still do want to do that. Um, but I think I'm kind of realizing like. I don't know I'm just whether it's music or like fashion or podcasting or whatever like something else creative like I just love sort of expressing myself that way and and being creative there I feel like I'm a very creative person um but and that's why I love music so much but I'm not pursuing music professionally yet um but it is fun to like book gigs in Manhattan because it's Manhattan and it's like yeah it feels like very legit to be playing there and I actually have a gig tonight um at the Bowery Electric in the Lower East Side Ooh. so 
that is exciting um and it's my first gig like i've played with the bands before um um i've played with bands before kind of like my whole life of like music outside of like school groups mm-hmm. and this is my first gig as like my name on the bill oh that's um, so cool so i'm really excited for that and i have a fantastic band um backing me up one of my good friends is he plays vibraphone and i met him at like a jazz bar um in the lower east side and he just has a lot of knows a lot of um great musicians and so i'm feeling very thankful very lucky to um to have him and he helped put together this little band that we have tonight yeah what is something like i'm sure as you're starting to you know book gigs and you know try to get your name out there what is something that has surprised you the most about you know trying to make a name for yourself um oh (laughs) definitely how hard it is to be doing tiktok like tiktok is hard i don't know if it's because i'm like not i'm 22 so i'm like not i'm not old at all but i'm also not like super super tiktok savvy like i i really don't know a lot about it and i feel like it's so hard for me it's so easy to like get your name out there using tiktok because things like get picked up so quickly um if you get lucky but it's like very frustrating to me to like be putting effort into tiktoks and then like post them and then nothing happens and they get like 10 views and i'm like okay what's like why how is it that like so many other musicians on here are like blowing up and have millions of views like what I don't know and it's always it always surprises me like which ones do well like which videos yeah Um, because I feel like it's always the ones that you put the least time and effort into that Mm -hmm. are just like randomly blow up yeah and that's never happened to me actually so I really can't say for sure but (laughs) yeah what is a misconception about you know being a musician especially being a musician in excuse me in New York um, I think maybe how, maybe how small, like, the music world is, because I feel like a lot of people know each other, mm-hmm. um, especially within, like, music genres, mm-hmm. um, and that's really fun, but also, like, it's kind of, I'm kind of surprising myself in that, like, I'm working a nine-to-five from Monday to Friday, and, like... I've kind of always wanted to be a musician in the city that's like, I don't know, just playing music and that's like what I'm doing um, or doing something else just creative. But I mean, it's like not sustainable. Like you can't support yourself in New York Mm -hmm. um, with just music if you're like really only starting out. Um, So yeah, I think, I think it's, I know so many people who are just working um doing gigs a lot and doing a lot of like voice lessons or whatever like that they're giving like another singer I know um gives voice lessons and stuff um but yeah it's I am hoping to book like more and more gigs um but it's definitely hard with like rehearsal time and stuff like I was right uh rehearsing after work and we kind of started until like 6 30 um and that's not always best for like the musicians I'm playing with because they're professional musicians and they have like gigs in the evenings a lot of the time so mm-hmm. it's harder to find time to practice because they're all free during the day and I'm like I have to yeah work. it's like I have to work yeah so 
what do you love most about New York City? Oh my god, that is, I, so many things, so many things. Um, whenever someone, like, asks that, though, or, like, something along those lines, I always want to say, like, it's so, like, inspiration is just the word that comes to mind. Like, there's so much, uh, opportunity, and you truly can do, like, I, only learned this in the past few years but truly you can do anything that you want to do like if you want to try to quit your nine to five and be like a fashion influencer like no one's stopping you and no one's gonna look twice at you on the street taking pictures because it's like new york and everyone does that there's Mm -hmm. so many people on the streets doing that already and much weirder things but oh yeah like if you want to be booking more gigs and doing that like you can totally do that reach out to people um like i don't know it's just it's so it's so accepting. I feel like there's very little judgment because it's such a like eccentric like place. Mm-hmm. And I just feel so inspired being here because I know I feel like everyone in New York, like in my mind, everyone in, in New York is like following their dreams and mm-hmm. doing what they want to do and, and matching their own definition of success. Yeah. When was the last time you did something touristy? <laughs> That's such a fun question. I like that. Uh, mm, I feel like I just did. Um, Whether it's like seeing a show on Broadway or going to, you know, Times Square and hanging out and, you know, taking pictures or anything like that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I need to look at my camera roll just for reference because I feel like I definitely did something touristy. I, I do a lot. Like, I go to Soho a lot and that's always like a very like kind of touristy place especially on Saturdays it's like so there's so many people um but I guess like like two weekends ago it was really nice here and I like sat in the park and um just like had a little uh like brought some snacks with my friends and just like sat but that's also something that people do I don't know I've I've definitely seen some shows on Broadway though I never will stop doing tourist stuff like I still want to go I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. I've never been to Coney Island. Um, never been to Roosevelt Island. But I would like to, I'm always like sort of trying to check things off, but there's no rush because I've, I'm going to be here a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I've done the Statue of Liberty once before. I didn't go up to the crown. I only went up to like the mantle. Oh, you can go. I didn't even know you could go up it, honestly. I don't think I even knew that. Yeah, you can go up it. That's so fun. I'm not going up to the crown, that's for sure. I'm too scared. Yeah. But I have done the mantle. It's cool. But, like, you, you can be there for five seconds and just be like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. I always love a good view, though, from, like, sometimes um, I work in advertising and we, one of the partners that we work with has a office on, like, the 70th floor of One World Trade. Oh. And so sometimes they'll host cocktail hours, and I feel like that's kind of, like, a touristy thing to see the view. But it's it's so nice. Like, it's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Have you ever done the Rainbow Room before? No, I did see Jimmy Fallon once, though. It was like, I've been to Rockefeller, but. Yeah, I've been, I was just in there. I didn't go to see Jimmy Fallon, but I did go in there, in the, in Rockefeller Center, yeah, in the building. That's so cool. But yeah, well, I've, I'd be terrified to do, um, uh, Rainbow Room and go all the way up to the top and. Hmm. Would you have like a fear of heights? Would you do something like that? No, I don't have a fear of heights. I love, I love being high up, like. I my dream is to like have a floor ceiling window penthouse in like the sky in New York. Oh, I love it. 
what is something about New York that you wish tourists would sort of like understand and like know? Like walk on the right side of the sidewalk and like walk faster because it's so annoying like people like standing in the middle of the sidewalk just like looking around like move to the side people have like places yeah they're just absorbing yeah out of pop soul and jazz which genre of music is your favorite i feel like soul because elements of pop and jazz can be incorporated are incorporated into that but it's just such a powerful like passionate type of uh, genre of music which i love yeah what has been a highlight of your music experience thus far um i think it's i think hopefully it's gonna be this gig tonight um i am super excited and a lot of my friends are coming uh my coworkers are coming um so hopefully it'll be that'll be the highlight but other than that um like so far i think playing at some of the like like i sang uh a song that i wrote at the bitter end which is like a venue that lady gaga started playing at and oh, like a bunch so of famous cool. people played there and same with mercury lounge it's just i love playing like those smaller venues that are like more intimate in like the smaller community yeah because it makes me feel like more I don't know, legitimate. And then yeah. my acapella group saying at Radio City, but that's like my acapella group, so Yeah. But you were still on radio at Radio City on that iconic stage. Yeah, that was a really cool experience, yeah. What class in school that you've taken like when you were in school, what class was the most interesting to you? I took a class um called the horror film. And I literally had to watch so many horror movies and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this class because I don't enjoy like watching horror movies. Yeah, neither do I. At night. But I was like, why did I sign up for this? And so we started with a horror movie from like nine, the 1920s or something like that, like so long ago. So obviously, like it wasn't, there was no special effects. It wasn't too scary, but it progressively got like scarier and scarier. But it also, I feel like it helped me build a tolerance to like, I don't know, things got scarier and scarier. And I mm-hmm. sort of, um, I guess picking out the meanings of the films and like my teacher kind of explaining and giving us readings about them and like what the films are trying to achieve or what they're trying to speak on or like what themes there are. It sort of made it a lot less scary because there's always like a deeper meaning. Yeah. What song is like the one that currently speaks to you the most right now? Um, that is a really good question. I don't know. There's so, like, I have, like, songs that I'm, like, I love, I love, I don't know, Some one that speaks to me, though, that's hard. I feel like the one that is coming into my mind is, like, one I wrote that speaks to me, obviously, because I wrote Yeah, because you wrote it, right. I don't know. I'm a big, like, what's on repeat right now, like, Remy Wolf, love her, um, probably buzz me in is my like most streamed song and that that's like a song by Remy Wolf. Yeah. I don't know but does it speak to me yeah I don't know <laughs> have you really good. have you ever broken a bone before no but I, I I've broken like a lot of my toes and I also broke both my elbows at the same time <laughs> I was rollerblading and I like was going underneath uh Michigan Avenue this was in Chicago 
and Chicago's so flat so right it's right funny that this happened this way but we were going underneath the underpass of Michigan Avenue I'm on rollerblades and I'm like I need to stop I'm going so fast like I'm gonna like hit my head because I wasn't wearing a helmet stupid um and I was like I need to stop and so I stopped against the wall and like this elbow like really got smushed and this one also got smushed so I like didn't have thankfully it was my left hand so my right one was like okay mm-hmm. but I couldn't bend them for like months oh my god and I also was taking a piano class like I was taking music theory at the time so, so I you're like had a piano class. And I was like, I can't play at all. Like, I have, like, T-Rex arms trying to, like, play these scales. <laughs> I play them, honestly, on my own with perfectly functioning arms. I can't play, like, Moonlight Sonata was a song that we had to play by the end of the semester. And I was like, there is no way. No way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you a big procrastinator? Um, I always was in school, yeah. Um, but whenever I'm like, wor- like working hard for something or like trying to get stuff done, like I'm, I'm really good about making to-do lists and, and looking like using Google calendar. Like I'll sh- my Google calendar is, is honestly kind of insane. Like, yeah. So there's so much stuff in here. Like I color code all of it and it's like, yeah. like I literally put everything in here. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm good. I'm a big planner and like to-do list person and I always say like if a task takes you less than like 10 minutes like just do it yeah like, when you think of it because it's like if it's sending an email or something like that takes no time like just get it done you know right if you could play a prank on any historical figure who would you want to play a prank on oh my god <laughs> It depends what the prank would be, I guess. I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know. That's such do you have one? I don't know. I mean, I would wanna like throw water balloons at like old presidents. Yeah, George Washington was like the first person that came into my mind. I don't know why. From the top of my bill from like the top of a building. And, yeah. or like I don't know, uh, do something. I don't know. Just do something to like a like you know, like an old president. Like do something childish to an old president. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know why George Washington was the first person. You said historical, and I was like, okay, president. George Washington. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think too. When I think historical, I think like president. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself a patient person? No, honestly, <laughs> not at all. I'm so impatient. I'm, like, that's what, like, goes back to the whole, like, people walking slow thing. I get so, like, annoyed. Mm-hmm. And I get so um, frustrated when I can't, like, learn something quickly. Like, it was really oh, hard yeah. to, like, start this new job because it's um, it's just, like, so complex. And there's so many different software or uh, platforms that we use. And it took so long to, like, learn all of them. And it feels really good to know it now. But before I was like oh my god I just like want to be able to use all of these by myself yeah just to know what's going on what is a talent you wish you had uh dance uh dancing I feel like if I tried to dance like I'm not a horrible dancer like if I took if I took lessons or something I'm sure that I'd be able to get good but I wish I could just like dance really well yeah what is something that you know you'll be purchasing next? Like, what's the next thing on your purchase list? Such a good question. 
Um, <laughs> I hate that I'm about to say this, but uh, I have been going, I joined a gym like in February and I've been going like in the morning before work and I've been going to Pilates, which is so Ooh. funny to me, but um, I'm going to get a new workout set cool. from um, Aloe because I'm obsessed with Aloe. Cool. What is your favorite part of your daily routine? I love like, like I, I'll go to the gym to classes that, that start at like seven and I'll be done and like showered by eight and like just showering at Equinox is just like so nice because they have like all the nice shampoos and everything. Yeah. Um, and then um, I will go to Trader Joe's if I need anything. I go like a few times a week to the grocery store just because it's close by and it's a nice walk. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want to have to like lug a bunch of stuff home while, if I'm doing like one trip. Like I, I take a lot of separate trips. Yeah. Um, and I also just love going to the grocery store. So. Yeah, the grocery store is fun. Mm-hmm. Especially Trader Joe's. It's fun. Yeah, a great time. It's like you could just go walk around there and see just for fun. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. What is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Um, this is a fun fact, but I have a list of fun facts because my... Look at you. Every time we get a new employee on our team, someone says a fun fact and everyone was saying the same fun fact again and again. And I was like, that's not like, yes, for the new person, it's fun, but like, find a new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. To like, come up with a new ones. And I'm going to just pick one of these. Um... Like, one time I milked a cow. I've milked a cow before. That was fun. Um, I have a blog, but I don't really use it. I almost eat in college. That's something a lot of people don't know about, I feel like. Um, and I'm Buddhist. That's what I'll say. Cool. Cool. Once again, I've been speaking with singer-songwriter Ella Galvin. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with Broadway star Katie Adams.